It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay. All right, on today's episode, we have a catastrophic no other way to explain it, loss. A five-point night from the captain. And have the Sharks found something in Mikey Asimont? So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at Fear the Fin, RIP, in San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch this on YouTube as well. And uh, let me pour, first pour one out to all my Niners friends. I feel better for you guys. I do apologize. I know. It's tough. It's tough. So maybe if you're, you're seeking refuge from um, the heartbreak, please come into a terrible tank team where you have uh, no expectations. So uh, before we dive into the craziness that was this weekend, uh, I do want you to know that today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And the Sharks had a very eventful weekend as they finished up um their road trip and finish up their games before the all-star break. Uh, they don't play again until I think it's the seventh or eighth. I think it's a Tuesday after the all-star break. So plenty of time here, but um, Friday night, I think we have to start there. Um, giving up two goals in less than two minutes and then losing that game in overtime to the Carolina hurricanes. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> they, the first thing I thought of was the the uh, game against the Capitals when that happened. I think that was the eighteen nineteen season, somewhere around there. But um, one of those years where where they basically did like the exact same thing of scoring an empty netter and then proceeding to lose the game. That is a uh, that's something, and I think that's kind of how the season has gone, right? This team has shown that they can play 
with a lot of teams, right? Um, you know, the Hurricanes are a really good team, and the Sharks, you know, kind of kind of played it with them for most of this game. <clears throat> and then the wheels came off uh, <laughs> type of, of situation. So, you know, like the shots are relatively close in that type in that game. Um, like the penalty, you know, is is just the little things for the Sharks. And I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anytime something goes wrong for them, it's just naturally they're like the most catastrophic way for things to go wrong for them. And that was just another example on Friday night of them having a lead and blowing a lead like that. Uh, you know, you thought Mario Ferraro gets the empty netter, feeling pretty good about yourself. Um, the team's got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. And then just everything melts down from them. And I, you, you just don't know where to point to other than this team. Like I said, anytime something goes bad, it's just catastrophically bad for them. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, five on five. The shots attempts were 50 to 44 in favor of the Hurricanes, right? Scoring chances were 22 to 22. High danger chances were 12 to 8 in favor of the Hurricanes. Expected goals for was 2.26 to 1.99. Like the Sharks in there, they, they were relatively even teams, and the Sharks just shot themselves in the foot, which is what they tend to do. Um, let's dig into the lines a little bit for this game. Um, so the lines have been really weird with, with guys being ill and, and everything like that. And they've been trying to shuffle in new guys and stuff. So uh, the LeBanc hurdle Meyer line played 15, 18 of time on ice, 10 shot attempts four, 13 allowed actual shots was five to six and didn't really produce much in the offensive. Not like we, we typically see from them. Um, Hurdle has been a little not great lately, and you. I wonder if he's dealing with something or if he's sick or something. So hopefully maybe this time off right now can help let him kind of get healthy and we can see the Tomas Hurdle of old after after the break. But a little worrisome with Hurdle right now. Just the past couple weeks here just has not been the same Hurdle that we, we know and love. So Barabanov, Kotor, uh, AC Mont, 10-28, eight shot attempts, four, six allowed um, actual shots was three to four and then six scoring chances, four, three allowed two high danger chances, three allowed. Um, so Mikey Aceman put a pin in, in that we'll, we'll get to him a little bit here. No Gregor, Nico Sturm and Nick Benito, nine fifty four time on ice, 11 shot attempts, gave up 16. It's not good. Not good. Michael. Um, six shot attempts, four, six shot attempts, a Actual shots on goal, sorry, was six to six. Um, 0.8 expected goals for. So they did produce solid expected goals for, at least in that. But giving up that many shot attempts, uh, usually not a, a, a recipe for success. So um, scoring chances six to eight in uh, favor of the Canes and four to three uh, in favor of that line as well. And then the Limblom, Lawrence Svechnikov, uh, 636, seven and seven, four and three shot attempts for, had a goal and gave up a goal as well. Reimer in this game, all situations. Ooh, 36 shot attempts, 31 saves, gave up five goals. Expected goals against was 3.33, um, 861 save percentage, 492 goals against. Um, 
12, he faced 12 high danger shots, made nine high danger saves. That's kind of, you know, that's, that's okay. This part though, nine, uh, nine mid danger, seven mid danger saves, gave up two mid danger goals. That's where you probably want Reimer to kind of step up for a little bit for you there. 12 low danger uh, shots against 12 low danger saves. So, I mean, we all watched this, this team just, you know, again, they hopefully this is just a one year aberration for this team where they just continually get kicked in the groin uh, whenever something it's like Lucy get, pulling the football away from Charlie Brown and the Sharks are Charlie Brown right now where they just anytime it feels like they're about to have something nice. They just get it yanked away from them. And hopefully this is just an in season thing. And then um, the Sharks can maybe get a little lucky in the off season uh, with some ping pong balls. And then the, the, maybe the franchise's fortunes might turn around there, but um I mean, yeah, that, that's a game you have to close out. And I know the King, Hurricanes are a really good team. They are a genuine cup contender for a reason, but you had them on the ropes and you had a chance to win this game. And then you lose it and you still get a loser point out of it. Now, that's the kind of the worst case scenario is if you're not going to win the game, at least don't get the loser point. And they got the loser point. And that's what's been killing the Sharks this year. They actually have the least amount of wins in the NHL, but they just keep getting these loser points. Uh, they had 11 11 overtime losses now. Uh, so it's 11 points that they've added to their points for no reason. Um, and yeah, so if they didn't have all those, you know, if they had half of those, the Sharks are sitting there right there at the, the bottom of the basement um, in the standings. But yeah, those loser points. So before we continue, we talk about the Pittsburgh game um, and then kind of the craziness that was that game. Do you want to uh, take a quick break? Talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens. New year, new me. You want to kind of take care of yourself. You want um, some better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system. That's where Athletic Greens comes in with their AG1. Uh, basically, eight ounces of water, scoop of AG1, shake it up, drink it before you have your morning coffee and you're good to go. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help get your day started right. Great thing about it, lifestyle friendly. So if you're uh, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it doesn't matter. They have you covered there. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and still tastes good. I think it has a little bit of a, a dark chocolate taste to it. That's just me personally. It's also less than three bucks a day, so which is way cheaper than going to the store and buying all the supplements yourself. So they're making it really easy for you right now. Head over to athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. They're going to give you a one-year uh, supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Again, just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health, pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, 
This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Okay. The Penguins game where the Sharks won this game um, six to four. And we got to start with Logan Couture, who was a monster that game. Two goals, three primary assists. Um, and Logan Couture has found, finally, finally, we have found Logan Couture some line mates. Um, it has been a revolving door of players for poor Couture the past couple of years. You know, the Balsers, RIP Rudy. Uh, just got put on waivers again today. RIP Rudy. Um, Balsers, you know, Noah Gregors. The, just, we know the the Nick Beninos, but it looks like we might've found something with AC Mont, Barabanov and Couture, which not too bad, I think. So, um, but Logan Couture though, two, like I said, five points. First time in his career, he's had a game like this, two goals, including the uh, seals, the seals it at the end with the, um, emptying or the last two goals, right? The game-winning goal and then seals it at the end with the uh, with the empty netter there to make it six to four. Um, just I like Couture's played pretty solid this year. Like it's it's kind of crazy. He's kind of turned back the clock, and I think it's finding him competent line mates. I mean, no man can do this all by himself, and uh, for him, I think it's really helped having some competent line mates and AC Mont and, and Barabanov right now seem to be those guys for him. Um, you know, for, for the sharks, this was a game where they actually like kind of sneakily, like beat the brakes off the penguins. And if it wasn't for special, like the, the sharks got crushed in the special teams, but won the five on five, which is not how I expected this game to go. Um, so five on five, um, like the shot attempts favor the Penguins, right? 65 to 55. Um, shots on goal, 35 to 38. But um, high danger chances, 22 to 21 for the Sharks. The expected goals for 3.62 to 2.98. So, like, they were getting those quality, quality chances. Um, you know, I'm kind of making the most of it. And just sitting in front of, of, uh, of Casey DeSmith and just kind of pounding him with shots right there. And that was, that was kind of the recipe for success. Um, they got, like I said, the special teams was atrocious um, in this game, giving up a shorthanded and giving up two power play goals. That's usually a recipe for disaster, right? But they kind of overcame it and their five on five play was, was good enough um, for them. And you have to kind of point to the Gregor hurdle Meyer line, like that, there was just a lot of chaos when the, the when that line was on. 1328 uh time on ice, 18 shot attempts, and gave up 22. So um that's 40 shot attempts when in like less than 14 minutes uh when that line was on was on the ice. So just insane craziness uh with them. But actual shots was five to nine, um 0.78. Expected goals for there was a lot of offense in this game. This was a definitely a stuff the stat sheet type of game. Eleven to thirteen in scoring chances, like tons and tons of offense. This game, 
Barabanov, Couture, AC Mont. Now, the, these numbers are going to sound very Hurdle Meyer esque. 839 time on ice, which a little low is for it seemed like it's probably because of a lot of special teams, but um, 830 seemed a little low compared to how much it, it felt like they were on ice. But 17 shot attempts gave up seven actual shots, was 12 to four, three goals. 1.4 expected goals for 0.19 expected goals allowed 12 scoring chances to three eight high danger chances to zero and yeah and they had eight defensive zone starts so they were doing the work of shutting it down in their defensive zone and then going and creating offense and you have to the way this line is kind of built of we know barabanov's transition game we know barabanov's passing we know Couture, he's going to be hard to the net, right? That, that's what Couture does. That's how he scores. And Acemont just kind of adds that X factor of being able to kind of fly around. He's like what you were hoping to get out of Luke Cunning without having to give up a, a third round pick. Like he is, that's what you were hoping to get out of Luke Cunning. And Michael Acemont has done that for free. You grabbed him off the waiver wires and you might have found some gold. You might have struck gold here with Michael Acemont. I know small sample size, et cetera, et cetera. But You've put him in a position to succeed with good line mates with Bear Ben off of Couture. And I think you have yourself something for the, the immediate future right now between the Bear Ben off Couture AC Mont line. So um, AC Mont's an RFA. The Sharks are, you know, he's going to be reasonable to control, like cost controlled for the next couple of years. So uh, we will look into that a little bit more. But again, the Sharks, they might have found something here. Barry Benoff 2.0, just finding something for free and turning it into a useful piece. So um, I'm not expecting, I mean, it'd be funny if the Sharks traded him at the trade deadline. You picked him up off the waiver wires and you turned him into something. That'd be really hilarious. Um, but I don't think people are going to be calling for Mike Acemont. But the Sharks have found something right now and just let it ride right now. So. Uh, Lindblom, Nick Benino, Nico Sturm. Uh, Sturm did leave the game in the third period. Um, he, you know, took a, a, a kind of a nasty hit. Um, but again, with so much time to until again, they don't play it until the seventh. So we'll kind of see it. We won't know anything until early, early in that week. So um, that Monday, most likely, is when they're probably all going to get back together and start practicing again. Um, so I would expect just to kind of be in the dark on this until it gets closer to actual games again. So um, I guess they would get back to that Sunday because they're going to fly anyway, whatever. Anyway, that line kind of got caved in two shot attempts, gave up 12 um, actual shots was one to eight did have give up a goal. Didn't produce much offense and had the worst defense and expected goals allowed um, did again, have eight defensive zone starts. So kind of stuck on their own end a lot. Yeah, and then Gadovich, Lawrence, uh, Sveshnikov, pretty solid long night from them, I think, too. Uh, 6.57 time on ice, nine shot attempts allowed, seven, uh, sorry, nine shot attempts, four, seven allowed. Actual shots was three to four in favor of the Penguins. Um, didn't provide too much in the way of expected offense, but um, five scoring chances, four, five allowed, three high danger chances, uh, five allowed. So, you know, kind of did what they they do. Um, you know, I, I'd still I do like Gadovich's kind of energy and the grittiness he brings. Again, if you're going to be a face puncher, at least be able to do something else. And I think Gadovich does that. So, um, Kapokakinen had <laughs> Kapokakinen was 
facing an onslaught um, that night. I'm pull, trying to pull it up right now. Um, he f- had 16 high danger shots, made 13 saves. Um, so 41 shots, 37 saves, four goals allowed, four one one expected goals against um, at all situations. 902 save percentage, 867 um, high danger save. Mid danger 13 to 11 gave up two there and then had 11 low danger. But I mean, how many times, especially in that third period where he made some massive, massive saves when the Penguins were, were really pushing to try, you know, to tie it up? Um, he made some huge, huge saves for the Sharks while they were trying to refine their game. And I thought, um, yeah, Capocac, I thought he had a really, I know. The numbers don't look pretty. Uh, this was one of those games where it was kind of a throwback and let's just score everyone. Everyone scores. Let's have a lot of fun, um, which are really fun games to watch. But I thought Capogacan had made some monster, monster saves, especially at the beginning of that third period to keep the Sharks in this game and to um, let them, you know, we, how many times have we seen Capocac and not make a save there and then it kind of snowballs. And I thought he made some big saves when the when the shark couldn't find some offense to, to start the third period. So um really, really good, really good start uh, game, I thought, from Capocac, even though he gave up four goals. But that penguins offense was like I said, he was facing it, he was under siege all night. So um before we continue, I want to talk a little bit more about Michael Acemont. Um and again might have the sharks might have might have found something so uh before we do that uh do want to take a quick break uh talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. so big game is here guys um if you guys spoiler we have the chiefs and the eagles playing in the super bowl this year the only app you need at the super bowl party is FanDuel, america's number one sports book and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for lockdown because they're the number one sports book in america FanDuel. if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy download FanDuel right now so you can get uh, super bowl 57 with no sweat first bet up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's pretty crazy. Uh, FanDuel uh, lets you bet on anything from the money line to point spread to who will score the first touchdown. Right now, I think the Eagles are minus 1.5. Um, I I still I like Mahomes. I just Mahomes is really good. So we'll see. I'm just saying Mahomes. Mahomes plus that's um right now that's where I'm leaning. So we'll see. We still have a couple weeks. So Vandal Sports Pack is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, with all your I get paid all your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. 
Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about ACMont and just kind of the shark strategy going forward and trying to find these kind of diamonds in the rough. And, you know, we're going to probably see more guys kind of hitting the waiver wire as teams are trying to make some flexibility going forward, especially heading into um, the trade deadline, right? We know everybody's kind of maxed out on contracts and they're maxed out on cap space. And don't be surprised to see guys, maybe that you wouldn't expect, hit the waiver wire. And I wonder how Mike Greer is going to kind of approach this again, just kind of that panning for gold to try to find somebody um, who can help this team kind of now and in the short-term future. Um, again, none of these guys I'm expecting to be like revelations when they come in, right? They're not going to come in and save the franchise and stuff. But a guy like AC Mont, who has like looks like a legitimate middle six forward for I think a lot of teams, you know, again, you found him for free from the Winnipeg Jets, who the Winnipeg Jets are a very, very good team. Um, you know, one of the, the best teams in the West right now. And, you know, didn't really kind of fit into their, you know, I think he, I, AC Mont's kind of a, a middle six guy and he didn't really kind of fit into what their role that they needed him to be, which was more of a bottom six type of player. Um, I think Mike Greer is going to be continuing to kind of, like I said, looking for these type of players who can kind of come in, play a role for the Sharks. And again, if you need to move on from them, it's not going to kill you to move on from them. Like, if Mikey Acemont went on the waiver wire and somebody claimed him, are you going to, yes, you're going to be like, that sucks. But six months from now, are you going to remember who Mikey Acemont is type of thing? You know? Um, so I just, I think I won't, I want to see how Mike Greer is continuing to try to like kind of turn, churn the bottom of the roster here and see which guys can be potential fits for the sharks um, for the next couple of years. Right. Finding like we, you know, the Bear Banner, anti Sumel for Bear Banner trade a couple years ago. Sumel, there was no way uh, Bear Banner was going to be cracking the Maple Leafs lineup, right? You traded a guy in anti Sumel who's not even in the NHL anymore, right? He is over in the SHL now, and you found a useful piece out of it. So that is my goal for for my career is to continue to try to kind of find some of these pieces that can supplement your lineup until your Eklund's, your Bordelos, your 2023 20, first round pick. Um, some of these these guys who are going to be your next pieces. How can you find them without having to cost a lot, right? Going back to the Luke Cunning trade. Giving up a third round pick for a guy, and I know Cunning tore up his knee and that sucks and et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, would you rather have Mikey Asimont? that you found for free that's called, that's making vet min or would you rather have Luke Cunning, which you traded a third round pick and then you're paying two and a half million dollars for um give me AC Mont with the cheaper contract uh yeah so and you didn't have to yeah cheaper contract and you didn't have to give up a third round pick so I want to see how the Sharks continue to try to be aggressive on especially working the waiver wire and if you got to cut some guys go, like if Sveshnikov, you know, Noah Gregor, 
some of these guys who are kind of, I mean, Noah Gregor's played better recently, but like if you got to throw them out there and they see if they get caught on the waiver, if somebody picks them up with the waiver wire, then like, okay, it's fine. If not, send them down to the CUDA. They can help that CUDA team, which the Sharks focus right now is the Barracuda. And guess what? It should be the Barracuda, right? If you're not going to call up Eklund and Bordalo, then you need to make that Barracuda team as good as possible so that way they can be go through like an actual playoff series and not just be happy to make the playoffs, but go into a playoff series expecting to win uh, a playoff series. So Sharks season's done. It's toast. It's ride it out until the season's over. Focus should be on the Barracuda. In my career, it looks like that's his focus. How can I make the San Jose Barracuda the best possible team I can right now? With the hope that putting Bordalo, Eklund, Robbins, Ozzy, all these other guys, all these guys into competent winning hockey for the rest of the season, going in, into a playoff series where you the expectation is that you're not just happy to be there, but you're there to win, win playoff games. And give these guys a taste of real winning experience, real winning hockey. That frankly, the Sharks, we we haven't seen winning hockey in San Jose in a while. So Shark season's toast. Let's focus on the Barracuda. Make that team as good as possible. Keep churning that waiver wire. So, and yeah, the Sharks might have found something in Acemont. So yes, yeah, so that's gonna be it for me today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Have uh, an Adam Fantilli draft profile. So uh, very excited about that. It's very well done. Good friend of the show. Uh, uh, Hattie from Locked On NHL Prospects joins me. So we deep dive into Adam Fantilli and why he is really, really, really good at hockey. So, um, yeah. So follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. Uh, you follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked On Sharks. I'm going to be heavy Barracuda right now because the Barracuda are playing games and the Sharks are not. So um, probably try to do a, a, a Barracuda-centric episode this week. And i got some other stuff for you guys uh, planned as well for this week. So um, listen, of course, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. You can watch on YouTube. And until tomorrow, bye, friends. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.